Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Isaiah Kid Podcast. Welcome back. So, <clears throat> um, I, I didn't have a chance to do this last week. Uh, first and foremost, um, this is going to be uh, my college football playoff rankings recap, right? This is my reaction. I told you guys I would do this, and I would uh, set aside like a separate portion uh, to do this so you guys can get my take on it because I think it's – I think – this college football ranking in playoff format uh, or playoff just in general this year, I think it's going to be good. I think uh, there's there's some teams uh, that's not necessarily in the top four or not even necessarily in the top six per se um, that I think can make the playoff uh, or there's like a path. So I think it's really interesting. It's, it's good for college football. But um, at, the, at the, like the latter part of my episode uh, – my my previous episode, I talked about there's a Q&A section for my Spotify listeners. So if you are a Spotify listener, please, um, I, I probably put a question right there and you can answer it. And uh, I can probably talk about it and look at it. I definitely have uh, access to look at it and I can probably talk about it um, on an episode or something like that. So be it's like at the bottom of if you're a Spotify listener, it's at the bottom of that. So you can check that out. And answer the question if you want to interact and tap in. Um, but you guys know how we do it. Uh, first and foremost, I'm your humble and highly favorite host, Isaiah Kid, Isaiah Kid Podcast. Um, so <clears throat> obviously, you know, you, you know, we're doing college football, and I didn't have a chance to react to the first college football playoff rankings, which I did have some discrepancies with. And I'm, I'm gonna just say it like this. I'm gonna just say it. I'm gonna put it like this: the college football playoff format um and this this is not towards the people in terms of like the committee but the the whole format is not perfect and i'm always i think everybody's gonna have some nitpicking in terms of like uh what they don't like and in terms of the college football playoff so it's not perfect but i will say it's somewhat of a broken process it's a broken process because uh there's no criteria. There's no set criteria. So the committee is never going to please. It's not going to be able to please everybody, um, it, it, no matter what the rankings do. So that's 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 that, I'm just putting that out there. Like no matter how much they try to, I guess, improve from every each year, it's always going to be, in my opinion, just a broken kind of like a broken process because there's no set criteria. And with no set criteria, that leaves a lot of room for error and subjectivity. Like this is this picking four teams to go in the playoff. It's really, really subjective. And I think that's why I agree with the expansion of the playoff that's going to happen in the next coming years. So I'm just putting I'm just laying that out on the forefront Uh, right there on a silver platter. The process itself, it's not perfect. And I would just week by week, I will always find a discrepancy. And I'm sure everybody that covers and likes and loves college football, talk about college football, they can do the same. So with no set criteria, that leaves a lot of room in for error and uh, just subjectivity. And it's really subjective in, in, in this committee ranking these teams picking the top four and so forth. It's really, really subjective, especially we don't have a criteria. 
Now, it was a big week in college football. There were some upsets, obviously. Alabama went down uh, to Death Valley, lost to, to lost to LSU. So that was a big-time big time matchup. We had another big-time matchup in SEC where Georgia played Tennessee. Um, Tennessee lost to Georgia. So Georgia, like obviously, the ranking came out. Georgia's number one. And I can give, give you guys the top four. The top four, I'm sure you guys probably know, like the top 25 and so forth. Um, and the rankings released. But the top four is Georgia at one, Ohio State at two, Michigan at three, TCU at four. And I, I, let me just start with – let me start with that because Georgia, obviously, they're one. They beat number one Tennessee. I had no – I kind of figured – so I'm, I'm going to be doing like last weekend this week. Now, with TCU at number four this week, I thought they – I thought, in my opinion, they were a little bit disrespected. Not a little bit, I say. They were really disrespected last week with the with the number seventh ranking. They were really, really disrespected. I thought their resume, uh, when you compare, I think Clemson was at four last week with that loss Notre name. They dropped to 10. But Clemson at four last week and TCU at seven last week, um, TCU was undefeated and had more impressive wins. And overall, you turn on the tape, TCU looks like the better team versus a Clemson team that struggled versus Syracuse. Quarterback play hasn't been that great this year, and their offensive line hasn't been that great. And I would say, like, if TCU was another – if TCU was like a Texas or or, or Oklahoma – that had that that same notoriety and that same type of brand and billing, they probably would have been ranked over Clemson. Just given all of the factors, you look at their strength of schedule it was better than Clemson's. They they had more impressive wins. They were undefeated as well, and they just look on like statistically the numbers back it up, the film back it up. They look like a better team. Fast forward to this week, TCU the committee puts TCU at number four. Now, granted, look at this. Also, for TCU fans, they have a clear path to the playoff. So if TCU wins out, which I think is possible, um, then they got they got a tough road these next coming weeks in terms of they got to play Texas, I think at Texas uh, this Saturday, and then they got to play Iowa State. So I think they got to play some of the, the the better teams in the in the Big Twelve. But TCU will probably certainly be in the in the in the uh, in the conference championship, right? So. They went out, they're, they're practically in, TCU's in. So that's their clear path. The same basis that the committee used last week to rank TCU at seven was available for them this week with Tennessee. The one-loss SEC team and TCU was behind in games. That was, those, that was the merit that the committee used last week to put TCU at seven. They use Alabama. Alabama was the one loss SEC team where we know Alabama struggled versus Texas at Texas. Alabama struggled versus Texas A&M at home. And then obviously we know that before this past week, this past Saturday, that they took the loss to LSU. We know we knew that Alabama lost to Tennessee. So Alabama, the same basis was a so that same merit and that same argument that the committee used to put to put Alabama, the one-loss Alabama team, over TCU was available this week with Tennessee. They didn't do it this week, though, because I, I don't know why. And I think they kind of like – they saw like, okay, yeah, like TCU is pretty good. 
they're damn good and they deserve to be in this four. But it, that that same argument, that same merit was available with Tennessee. Tennessee is the one loss SEC team. I will say, in my opinion, I think their one loss is a little bit more impressive. Like, it's kind of weird to say. But, like, they have a better loss, I would say, than Alabama. They lost at Georgia and got pummeled, I would say. So, and then the, the, and then the second half to that, that argument is, hey, TCU's been behind in a lot of these games that they're playing. Well, guess what? They played Texas Tech, and boy, that was a dogfight. I watched it. I mean, TCU was in a fight for about three quarters for a great majority of that game. TCU was in a dogfight versus Texas Tech. Well, t- TCU, I mean, they got in at number four, and I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm 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 happy that they're number four because I thought CCU last week was I thought they were screwed and disrespected. But do you see what I'm talking about in terms of the inconsistency of, of the committee? Because that same basis and that same argument that they use to put Alabama over TCU, they could have used with Tennessee if they really wanted to. But I'm glad they didn't because I think that I thought that was wrong. So TCU at number four, I agree. Here is here is probably my biggest discrepancy, and it's probably going to be weird for me to say this because you guys know how much I like and love. I, I, I say this because you guys, I, you guys know how much I love USC and this whole USC Lincoln Rally. You guys know that I, I've been really feeling it, and I've been really supporting and backing USC. But the mere fact that USC is four spots ahead of UCLA, I just don't get. I just don't get. I mean, that's this, and this is this week. This is probably my biggest discrepancy with the ranking this week. USC, as much as I like them, as much as I think Lincoln Rally is a great coach, and I think he's one of the better young offensive minds in college football all throughout the game, really, and as much as I like Caleb Williams, USC should not be four spots ahead of UCLA. Now, you can look at it. They both have identical records. They're both sitting at 8-1. and one. But here's, the, here's where I think the separation comes into play, where UCLA has two wins over college football playoff ranked teams. USC has zero. And I will also add that UCLA has a better loss. According to the committee, USC lost to Utah. Utah, they have Utah ranked at at 13. UCLA lost to um, Oregon. They have Oregon at, at six. They have Oregon at six. So based off the committee's rankings, like they they like they're valuing UCLA wins their wins versus two playoff ranked opponents and then UCLA's loss the team that they lost to is higher it's ranked higher than the team that USC lost to but some way somehow USC is four spots ahead of UCLA and I'm not saying I wouldn't have UCA uh, USC ranked over UCLA but four spots, like USC is at eight, 
UCLA as as 12. If you want to rank USC at eight, I would at least have UCLA at nine. Like, you look at the you look at you, I mean, and then just get away from the strength of schedule and the losses and the and the the wins and so forth. Statistically, they're both the same, really. Like they're great offensively. They have great offenses. They're balanced. Um, but the defensively, like they both struggle. And over the past few weeks, USC's defense has been a bit worse, a tad bit worse statistically. So once again, the committee, this seems like there is some like brand bias. And I know UCLA fans don't probably want to hear that because like UCLA has a pretty big brand themselves, but it's USC. It's Lincoln Rally. It's Caleb Williams. It's it's the whole allure of USC and Southern Cal. So once again, I think the committee, there is some brand bias. Because if you want to say, okay, like I said, I'm not mad that USC is ranked ahead of UCLA. It's the matter of they're ranked four spots ahead of UCLA. I just don't I just don't get that when UCLA has a better strength of strength for, strength for schedule. They have more impressive wins. UCL, USC don't have a rank. They they haven't beaten anybody that's been that's that's ranked by the college football playoff. UCLA has beat two teams that's ranked within the college football playoff, and then you match up their losses. UCLA lost to a higher ranked team than USC, according to the, this is still according to the committee. This is their rankings. So it's like they're devaluing in their their own rankings weirdly. Like you that's where you lose kind of some credibility. That's that's just how it is. But this seems like brand bias. This seems this is the brand of USC and Lincoln Rally and Caleb Williams. And like I said, if you want to have USC at eight and UCLA at nine, and your reasoning is hey. We just think Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams are just that good, and they're just better. Okay, got it. But I don't think there's no way, just according to the playoff rankings that the committee came up with, like these are their own rankings. So I look, just looking at the rankings, looking at the film, looking at both teams, evaluating their wins, evaluating their losses, statistically i just don't see how usc can be four spots ahead of ucla i just don't i just don't see that i don't see that i don't think there's that much of a gap between each other and like i said if you want to have ucl if you want to have usc above ucla you can but make it like 8 9 ucla should not be at 12 and usc at 8 they like that should not that should not be and I think I guess on the bright side, like if you are a if you're a Bruins fan, if you are a UCLA fan, right? In terms of your path to the playoff, if you were to if you were to beat USC and then get your rematch versus an Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, it does make you look a little better. So that is so. There is like a, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise where like 
okay, if you are a UCLA fan, you beating UC, USC, who's four spots ahead of you, looks really good in your resume. On top of the two team, on top of the two wins that you have on that you have against college football playoff ranked opponents, that's another win. And then if you were fortunate enough to play Oregon in the Pac-12 championship and then beat Oregon, that also looks good. So like that strengthens your chances in getting into the playoff. There's a real argument there. So that's that's kind of like the blessing in disguise. But I think from a credibility standpoint and my and then just like just going back onto my opening point that I made in terms of like, hey, the committee, uh, it's not perfect. The process is not perfect and there's no set criteria. Well, this is kind of like my this is kind of my point. Like there you lose credibility. When you have rankings like this, or when I'm able to point out discrepancies like that, you lose credibility, I think. So that's just my that's just my point. Uh, I think that's my like I said, that's my biggest discrepancy. But I think on the bright side, if you're a UCLA fan, the bright side is this, hey, if you beat USC, it looks really, really good. And if you tr- if you can beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, it looks really, really good. It looks because clearly the committee loves USC and they love like clearly and I'm not saying Oregon shouldn't be at six I'm not saying that but the committee have them there and the committee they love them so if UCLA is able to win those two games it looks really good on their resume it looks really good it strengthens their chances and here's my thing I'll say this about um some other rankings that I saw and what people have been talking about in terms of like Alabama and Clemson, right? Because both Alabama and Clemson laws. And throughout this college football playoff era, those have been the two dominant programs in in, in the past eight years. Like in this eight-year span of the college football playoff, they have um they have won five of the eight championships. They they have just clearly been heads and shoulders better than everybody else throughout the country throughout this eight year span. Like that's just that's just been the truth. They've won, like I said, they have won five out of eight championships, college football playoff championships. Clemson out of the eight college football playoff uh, seasons, right? They've made six. Alabama has made seven. So, like, they are both have been so dominant and so damn good throughout this span. You know, the committee tends to give them a little bit more love than what they should. And Alabama at nine, um, I'm not mad at uh, they gotta play. They, I think they gotta play Ole Miss. Or did they? Did they gotta play Ole Miss? Right. I think they gotta play Ole Miss. Right. So, Ole Miss at the, uh at eleven. They have Clemson at ten. Here's my thing with Clemson at ten. Clemson is overrated. I think they have them at ten. They, they're they're overrated, and I think part of I think a lot of it goes a lot that goes into this Clemson ranking. Them being at ten is. 
I think people still heart back on the on the ghost and the legends of Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. And they were great, right? Like, like as I said, they were great. Both they each won a national championship. They were great when they were there. Clemson was awesome. They're no longer that. Clemson's like you can't buy you can't you can't buy me into Clemson being a top ten team. They're just not. I'm not saying I'm not, and I'm not saying Clemson isn't good. Like no, but they're not a top ten team. I look at some of the teams that they have below them, like an Old Miss, a UCLA, a Ute. Like Clemson wouldn't be able to beat UCLA in a neutral side game. I just don't think so. With the struggles of the quarterback play, um, offensive line, like Clemson, just they're just not good. And you can look at their 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 most recent loss, the loss that they just took to Notre Dame. Notre Dame passing game is absolutely anemic. Notre Dame themselves isn't good this year, right? But Notre Dame's passing game offensively is anemic. Anemic as hell. So you, you factor in that. So all Notre Dame could really do offensively is run the football. Well, what's the strength of this Clemson's team? Of this Clemson team? What's the strength? Their front seven. So them being able to control the trenches. Well, you know what happened versus Notre Dame? Notre Dame was able to have their way and run the football all over this Clemson team. So the, the strongest part of this Clemson team went up to Notre Dame, South Bend, and I get it, difficult environment, but they went into South Bend and they got absolutely pushed around. And it wasn't even close, quite frankly. They lost 35 to 14. That game wasn't even close. So I don't I don't know if I can completely buy into the fact that Clemson is a top 10 team. I don't know. I don't think I don't think I can buy into that fact. So I once again, I think the committee, this is a little bit of brand bias. This is this is a little bit of brand bias. And that's kind of where, as I said, it, this process isn't perfect, but it's very subjective. And I on paper. They may seem like, you know, you look at their wins, they may seem like a top 10 team, but they're not. They got quarterback issues. They probably should have lost to Syracuse. Um, And I think ultimately the ACC, I don't know if there's a path for any ACC team to make it to the college football playoff. Based off of Notre Dame, they're three, Notre Dame is 3-3 three and three versus everybody else that they have played this year. They're three and like Notre Dame is three and zero versus the ACC. They're three and zero. Notre Dame three and zero versus the ACC. Two of those wins, they have beaten two of the top five teams in the ACC. I think they beat Clemson and they beat North Carolina. Those are the two top teams. Notre Dame, who is not good this year, beat two of the top two teams or two of the top three teams, I would say, in the ACC. And it's most likely, it's it's pretty likely that Clemson and North Carolina, they're going to meet each other in the ACC championship game. So the ACC champion, whoever the ACC champion is, between North Carolina or Clemson, would have a loss to Notre Dame, who is not that good this year. 
I don't know if that that I don't think there's no path for the ACC. And with Clemson, like I said, I think their number ten ranking, they're just not a top ten team right now. I mean, it's okay, but I think for the committee and for uh, for other people to continuously just this live in the past of Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence and these great Clemson teams over the years. I, I don't, I don't think that's fair. I don't think, I don't think that's fair to a TCU. I don't think that's fair to a UCLA. I think the more the like, and this is why for me, just for me, my, I'm not, I don't, and I don't want to, I'm giving you guys my opinion. This is why I am, in a way, rooting for a Pac-12 team to make the playoff, and more so either USC or UCLA, because you need new participants. And I'm not the guy that's like, oh, yeah, I'm not like the guy that's like, yeah, these big brands, we don't need these big brands in the, in the play. Like, I'm not that guy. No, 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 no. I understand that, like, hey, big brands are going to be big brands, and there's going to be some big brands in this playoff, right? I'm not, I'm not going to be oblivious to that, but I also do think it does serve college football better. And there is, like, I think there is some upside to having new participants in the playoff, and I think having a USC in particular or UCLA. Having an L.A. market, I think, matters. I think it matters, and it would do college football wonders. What if you had a Georgia, um, TCU, Ohio State, or Michigan, whatever, one, whatever, one of those teams, right? And then you add in a USC or a UCLA. Like, it would do college footballs, in my opinion. I, I think it would do them wonders. So that's just my overall reaction, my take uh, to the college football playoff rankings, right? Uh, this is the second ranking that, that, has came, that has come out. So like I said in the beginning, it is a flawed process. And I know how I, I, can't, I can't quite break it down to you guys of I think how they do the process in terms of like picking and ranking these teams. Like I think it's very, I think it's really difficult to explain, but it's a but ultimately I think it's a flawed process, and you look at some of the some of the things that I even pointed out um, that I'm sure a lot of people around college football is pointing out. Um, I you, like you look at it like it kind of messes with their credibility. It it takes away from the committee's credibility when you look at some of these some of these loopholes and some of these rankings like it 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 takes away from your credibility as a committee so uh like i said it's not it's not perfect i think that we need to have a set criteria there needs to be a criteria in place um to to ensure that like hey like this is this is what we should go by and to lower the 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 risk in the room for error and to take a lot of the subjectivity away, right? Like, like I said, a lot of this is subject. It's it's it's, sub, it's subjective. Like, but I shouldn't have U, USC and UCLA four spots between each other. They should like that shouldn't happen. 
with the with the identical with the same records. And I would argue UCLA, they have impressive wins, they have more impressive wins. And I'm I don't have to argue that. Like the committee, they said it themselves. The teams that UCLA beat are are playoff ranked. They're ranked in the playoff. And the team that UCLA lost to is ranked higher than the team that USC lost to. So it's just like, I don't know. There's just, uh. and then there, as you can see, there's a lot of brand bias. Literally every discrepancy that I had or everything that I pointed out, like the overall point was like, hey, this is brand bias. So that's just what I take. That's just my take on it. Uh, like I said, I'm excited for this college football playoff. I think there is, I think, like even if your even if your program or even if your team isn't within the top four or even the top six, like I still think there's a route for USC to get in. I think there's a route for or a path for you for UCLA to get in. Like I still think Oregon. Like I, there's so many Tennessee. Even with Ten- I think the loss to like I think the loss to Georgia kind of kind of helps Tennessee a little bit, right? Like. There's so many outcomes, so I'm just excited. But I think I'm going to cap it off right here. I'm going to end it right here in terms of my reaction uh, for the college football playoff rankings. Thank you guys for tuning in, tapping in. I'll be back with a regular episode, uh, as you know it. But I promise you that I will do a little brief recap of the college football playoff rankings.